Hey everyone, Cody here. It's the ghost wonderful time of the year again. On this episode, Troy and I discuss our all-time favorite ghost movies, mostly spoiler-free. We'll be back again in two weeks for part three of The St. Louis Exorcism, which I promise you will make my family uncomfortable. If you have any thoughts or opinions about the movies and shows we're about to discuss, email us at AmericanHauntingsPodcast at gmail.com. And now, on with the show. Welcome to American Hauntings Podcast, where we discuss history, hauntings, legends, lore, and all things paranormal. You're listening to episode 31, which is a standalone episode for Halloween 2018. I'm your co-host, Cody Beck, and with me, my co-host is author, historian, crime buff, and founder of American Hauntings, Troy Taylor. Oh, did you want me yeah. to chime in yes. here? Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry, I was just kind of just waiting there. A so. call back to the first or second episode, I think, you, you <laughs> yeah, used that joke on was. me. <laughs> just the dead air. The dead air. Whoa. Yeah. The Halloween. Spooky. So, yeah. So this is a fun episode. This is different and something that I guess it's two years running now. On yeah. Halloween, yeah. we do something a little different. Last year, we told our own personal ghost stories, and this year, uh, I think this was your idea, decided to talk about our favorite ghost movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we keep we get questions about them, and we've talked about them a little bit here and there whenever we've been you know, watching something or talking about something anyway, so I thought, hey, you know what? This would be fun to do this on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe we can turn some people on to some movies they haven't seen before, although we have to be careful about how we talk about them because... We do not want to spoil anything, right? So, so I was going to probably ask about mentioning that. in the sixth sense that Bruce Willis is dead the entire time. Oh, we probably shouldn't do that. Damn it! But who the, who hasn't seen that by now? Well, I mean, spoiler alert from what nineteen ninety nine or think, something. I, I don't even know what, what year is. that came out, but I 99. mean, I think that we're probably safe. If you haven't seen it by now, you probably weren't going to watch it anyway. So, right. So, so, although if you haven't, you're really. Why are you listening to this podcast I mean, if you haven't watched it? So, but. so are we are we still going to avoid spoiler? I mean, yes. some of these movies came well, out in the forties. I know. Well, and those you know those aren't really spoilerish kind of movies. That, okay, you know they're movies that you can we can talk about a little and you know let people look for them. But there are a few on here that do have some twists mm-hmm. that we probably should not mention the twists. Okay, so the Sixth Sense, I I wasn't feeling too bad about that. Well, I mean, one. I mean, I love the movie, but I mean, come on, everybody's seen it by that's now. That's a notorious one too exactly. for for that. Um, so I'm going to, uh, so so we won't have any spoilers, but if we do, I will edit them out. We yeah, well, talk. we'll try we'll, not to. We'll talk yeah, we'll that out. Um, so you should be able to listen to this episode without having seen these movies and still be able to enjoy them afterwards. Um, but yeah, you kind of know like what you're to getting chime into. in during the recording. The phone lines are open. Oh shit, we're not on the air. Right? Uh, nope, no, nope. Okay. Well, anyway, you can send us a message later if you want to talk. The about switchboard something. is going <laughs> is switchboard. lighting up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, so we had uh, you had a list already on your website mm-hmm. of some of your favorite. Uh, was it just ghost movies? Just or ghost movies. movies. I mean, yeah. If it, I mean horror movies. I mean, I could. 
it's a whole other list. Yeah. I mean, some of these would cross over, but I mean, straight horror movies, I've got entire lists of that too. Right. So. And so uh, you, I pulled together your list and then I grabbed some of my own. Uh, and I asked, I asked for a lot of feedback from different people. What yeah. movie should I watch? Um, Cause when I sat down to think about it, uh, it was a lot more difficult than I thought getting ghost movies and not just horror right, not movies. Not just horror movies. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, a lot of them on your list I hadn't seen. Um, and, uh, some of them I, I was able to find and watch and, um, have different feelings about different ones, but we'll get yeah, into that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of going to go through the synopsis of what happened in these movies, uh, at least the, you know, high level. Um, and then usually sometimes I have a little fun fact. I know or, or I saw tidbit. that a couple of those I didn't know. I was looking at those. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm also going to tell people if I was able to find it streaming somewhere or yeah, a, a legitimate source. Good um, idea. To find it so do you want to dive in do we have other stuff sure to no talk we're, about or? we're ready i think we'll just leave out all the stuff we've got coming up and save it all for the next episode perfect so. okay uh so the first one on your list was the uninvited from 1944 which i didn't know this one existed i knew another one yeah existed. which is yeah. i was very confused i was like this i know well the like... uninvited is the one that you initially wrote down yeah. was a remake of a Japanese film called Tale of Two Sisters, uh -huh. and then they did it called The Uninvited, and it's not, they are completely different movies, nothing to do with each other. This is a, this is a classic Ray Milan movie from the 40s, and, you know, I don't, I like a lot of old movies, a lot of old horror movies I, I really like. Uh, some of the ghost films, some of the older ones, don't really work as well for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one always has. I've, I've just always liked this. I think I saw it first when I was a little kid. On, um, I remember they used to have, I grew up in central Illinois, and, and the Champagne Station used to have the early show every afternoon at 3 o'clock. And I think that was kind of one of my first introductions to Dracula and the Wolfman and Frank mm -hmm. and Sal, those universal classics. And that's where I saw this, too. And it just always stuck with me. And it's, I mean, I've got a DVD of it. It's not available any other way. Right. But, I, I couldn't find it. And that took a long time before that came out. I yeah. I had VHS tape for years, you know. Yeah, I, I couldn't find it anywhere. But, so I looked it up. And uh, from my, this is all basically from IMDb, by the way. But a composer and his sister discovered that the reason they are able to purchase a beautiful Gothic seacoast mansion very cheaply is the house's unsavory past. And then uh, Which doesn't mention the ghost, uh, right? But there is one. So and and again, so I pull all this from IMDb. But sometimes those like I know, the synopses yeah, not, are. Yeah, somebody has just posted one of those, and sometimes they do, they're not correct either. I mean, that's essentially that's in a nutshell. I guess yeah. that's the, a good start to what the movie's about, right? But, you know. So yeah, so a couple of these I wasn't able to watch in time because I couldn't find a place yeah, to stream it, it so i right. knew by the time i got the dvd or whatever yeah, it'd yeah. be too late um but i did find out that i've never actually had to say the name guillermo, guillermo yeah. del toro uh said well, this is one Who of his goes shows up many times yes yeah, so, so many times yeah. uh yeah. this was one of his six favorite fright flicks uh scorsese said the same thing as his list of 11 scary yeah, see now films. i which makes me think that martin scorsese is Easily frightened. Yeah. Um, I think this is more of an atmosphere movie. I wouldn't call huh. it scary. Okay. Um, maybe it was in the 40s. Um, I don't think anybody would watch it now and find it scary. Mm -hmm. um, but it does have a lot of great atmosphere. And it's, it's, a, it's a really cool ghost movie. It's a classically done, and it's it's a really good... It's good. It's just good. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. so. Awesome. Well, it's not available to stream, so if you really right. want to so, see it... Yeah, you're going to have to get a DVD of it. Uh, but it, they are out there. I mean, there are DVDs available. 
else. So awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you have an extra one laying around, feel free to send it I've, to me. Yeah, uh, can, you know, if I'm talking talking to the listeners, they can right. send it. You know, if we get fan mail all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, Phone lines are open. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lighten up. Okay. So the next movie is The Innocence from 1961. Uh, a young governess for two children becomes convinced that the house and grounds are haunted. Yes. That's all I got. Um, yeah, and you know, that's not bad. I mean, that's yeah. a one-sentence synopsis. of it, It's a... Um, it was the first... I believe it was the first film adaption of Henry James' book, The, the Turn of the Screw. And it's a, it's a ghost story, but it's presented in a way that you don't know if she's crazy mm-hmm. or if the place really is haunted. Um, and so it's kind of... That's kind of the suspense that builds through it. Mm-hmm. Plus, the kids are terrifying. This is if you if you watch this, you would know that you would never want to be an English governess. I'm telling you, <laughs> these kids are terrifying. So, um, but yeah, it's a good movie. It's a, it's another one that is it's a classic. It's not easy to find. Mm-hmm. Deborah Kerr, uh, she's great in it. Um, it's a really good movie. And I believe if, she you said can find it. It's great. I think she said that this was her favorite film that she yeah, did. Yeah, I think I've read that too as well. Um, and I've read that during the cursed video in the ring, about twenty-five seconds in, a young boy's muffled singing can faintly be heard, and that audio track is taken. Yeah, from see, I the didn't innocence. know that. I saw that. I saw that on that you had a note of that. That's kind yeah. of cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. it was a really creepy video. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and this one again, not available to stream. Uh, but, but find it if you can, if you haven't seen it. I think probably, um, I I would think that a lot of people that are my age or older have seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think probably younger audiences have not seen this movie. Um, right. Because it's just not that hard to, not that or not that easy to find. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was nominated, maybe even, I don't know if it won an Oscar, but I think it was nominated for one. Uh, when it came out, um, but I'm not positive hmm. on that. Somebody have to check on that. Yeah, one. I didn't so. see that. There were a lot of trivia yeah. facts that I saw yeah. going through, yeah. um, and that was the other thing too. Is I didn't have time to fact check all of these. Yeah, right. So I know. If IMDb. I'm wrong, yeah, um, it's I don't better care. than Wikipedia, but still, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> you if never you, know. If you, I think if you have like a premium account or something on IMDb, yeah, think, you can yeah. edit stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. which knows? means anyone can. That's yeah. the scary thing. So, right. Um, and it's funny too because I I put out a plea on Facebook saying like hey what are your favorite ghost movies and a lot of the ones on your list um, ended up being suggested by people yeah. some of them were your friends but then some yeah. of them were not um, yeah. so that was just a good kind of reinforcement um, for some of these films so moving on to the next one is the haunting now this is this is the movie yeah I mean this is the movie that I think um, was the one that really kicked off a lot of people's interest in this stuff mm-hmm. um, it's it's the it was the first film version of Shirley Jackson's book, The Haunting of Hill House. Okay, and um, this is really really well done. Yeah, I mean this is a great movie, and um, it's scary. It's it's black and white. It's scary. There's no um, expensive special effects or anything. They just do a lot of it very. Everything is very subtle, and they do a lot of things to just kind of mess with your mind. Mm-hmm. But it's it's such a good movie, and the the doctor in it um is great i mean he has like the best lines that's the at the beginning there's a you know rob zombies samples a lot of stuff for a lot of his songs but but at the beginning of supercharger heaven you hear that guy say you know i know the super or the supernatural is something that's supposed to happen but it does happen mm-hmm. and that comes from that oh, i mean okay. he's got the best lines in this movie it's got kinds of these great lines yeah about the paranormal and then of course they made that horrific 
1999 remake of it with yes. I mean I love Liam Neeson but oh my god that was the worst movie ever. I do remember that one so awful and Lily Taylor she was in it too and she's great yeah but that movie was just so bad that yeah. it's just unwatchable bad was that when she was like the wife and really hated her husband or no 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 or, or she was the woman the girl who had been taking she was Nell she'd been taking care of her mother who was ill and this was her chance to escape to get out to stay hmm. at this house and then um what's her name married to michael douglas um Catherine, Catherine zeta jones zeta jones played um played the other character the, the right. woman who and who's the real over the top the movie's just bad yeah. owen wilson was in it and he he played the uh, wow yeah he played the yeah exactly <laughs> he played the uh the guy whose family owned the house at the same one that um he played the part that Dr. Jacoby from Twin Peaks played in the original. Okay. And, um, but it's don't don't even I, I don't I've spent way too much time okay. even talking right. about because I don't want anybody to go track this movie down. Since right. It's so bad. On the other hand, mm-hmm. the recent remake of the haunt. Well, let's not call it a remake. The Haunting of Hill House that's currently streaming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend this movie enough. Yeah. It is, or it's not a movie. It's a 10 part series. Right. It's fantastic. Uh, but I wouldn't call it a remake. I'd call it a reimagining. Okay. Uh, because he's taken elements of Shirley Jackson's book and created something completely different with it. Um, I like to think of it as um, this is us mm-hmm. with ghosts oh. because everything is told with the characters now and then, when uh-huh. they were kids living in this house, right. and how it affected their entire lives, and how it's still affecting their lives, you know, years and years later as they're adults. Yeah. And it's 10 episodes. It could have been nine. It's my only complaint about this yeah. thing, is I felt like that the last couple of episodes that he was stretching. Mm. Um, Mike Flanagan was stretching to make this work. But on the other hand, I mean, there was some filler toward the end, but on the other hand, it's it's so good. And he wrote and directed every episode. And um, he also did, I don't know if you've looked him up or not, or if you know anything about him. I don't think so. Uh, he did a movie called Hush, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But he also did the Stephen King adaptation of Gerald's Game. Oh, that okay. came out last year, which yeah. was really well done. Um, but the um, this is this is really great. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you get a chance, if you haven't watched it yet, um, if you're listening and you haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend it. Um, yeah. It's definitely worth watching, and uh, I've been telling, I've been passing it on to a lot of people. So I wouldn't call it strictly. I mean, it is connected to the original haunting, um, but very loosely because of the way it's done. But they stand alone, two separate things. Yeah, but both from the same source material, but definitely worth watching. Okay, both yeah, of both I've, of them are great. I've heard good things. It's been on Netflix list. We were talking about watching it. Um, I think yeah. Leah asked, asked you. Actually. Yeah, Leah asked me if she should watch it, and I said absolutely not. Yes, not for her. You're right. So, and I, I, so, so I was going to tag her in a post. I saw that the the new show streaming on Netflix is causing people to pass out, and I thought, okay, oh, see, God. that would be Leah. So I yeah. did not want her watching. And that, I w- so. I wanted to watch that and a few other things, but uh, all, any opportunity I get to watch stuff, I've been watching these movies right, on this right, list right. so far. But I it's on my list now. Yeah, we were discussing um, a few things that had been on Netflix. Um, I was discussing with a friend the other day, and we were talking about a couple of things that had just come on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it, she'd asked me about uh, the Apostle. Yeah. Um, interesting. 
Yeah. I mean, it was good. It was worth watching. A little long. Mm -hmm. It was worth watching. Not sure exactly what was going on, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's kind of a Wicker Man kind of thing. Right. Uh, It's very odd. (laughs) Right. Um, not the Nicolas Cage Wicker Oh, Man. okay. No, I was the like, Beast! I don't, no, yeah. it's not that one. I don't know one. how it's that makes a, me yeah. feel. No, no, it's the it's more like the original one with uh, Edward Woodward uh, from the '60s and Christopher Lee. Got it's it. It's more like that, but it's it's odd. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's been some stuff that's come out recently, some horror stuff, and including a couple that I just I don't know. There was one with Jeffrey Wright, and I can't think of the name of it right now off the top of my head. Alexander Skarsgård's in it too. Um, I'm not even sure what it was about. Um, the kid goes missing and he was like an expert on wolves. And the mother says that the wolves have carried this kid away. It's in Alaska. And so he comes up to hunt for the wolves and no, no, no it's not. And it, it is, it's like out of the dark maybe or something oh, like okay. that. It or sounds the, familiar. I, yeah. But it's, um, I mean, I should be fact checking this as, no, as I'm talking about it, I guess. This whole episode is yeah, but it's, um, yeah, it's not. Can I don't I, know. I can't recommend it, I guess. Can I also rail against something real yeah, quick? Yeah, absolutely. Mandy was artistic oh, garbage. God. I that hated movie? that movie. Oh, God. Everybody says I'm stupid for no, not you're liking not, it. because I hated it more than life itself. You were the only so. other person, though, that I found that hated that movie. I thought it was like artsy, just bullshit. Man, I bought that thing the day it came out so, yeah, so, so I could I. watch it and stream it at home. And I, I watched this and it was over and I just immediately posted, I have no idea what I just watched. Yeah. That was the worst piece of crap that I have ever Thank One you. of the worst movies I've ever seen. It was Thank so you. pretentious and so trying so hard to be something and it wasn't. It was just garbage. And I like Nicolas Cage yeah. and the movie was garbage. I like him in the garbage movies. Yeah, that me he's too. In, Drive usually. angry. That's all I gotta say. Say yeah. two words, drive angry. Uh, and that's film even, that's even of fur- the last decade. That's Best further than I'll go. So fantastic. Oh, uh, that's further it's than I'll so even go. It's so absolutely awful that you cannot stop watching it. <laughs> so, but Mandy, on the other hand, uh, that is terrible. I don't yeah. understand people. I think I'm convinced that people are just saying they like it because they think they're supposed to. Right. Because it's cool and hipsterish to like it. Yep. Because it is crap. Thank you. Absolute crap. Thank you. So any of my friends that are listening to this, you've been called out. Yeah. Oh God, just garbage. I was. I was so. There's like a chainsaw fight, and I was so excited to uh, see that, and it just fuck that. Yeah, movie. Why even bother? Anyway. Um, okay, so The Haunting of 1963. and you Yes, can... we're recommending two of the three versions. Yes, so, you, and one yeah. you can watch. Well, the, the... the 1999 version. I even watched that again like uh, earlier this year because yeah. I saw it was on Netflix. And I thought, you know what? I'll watch it again. Maybe it's not as bad as, oh God, it's Still even terrible. worse than I remembered. Well, the good one you can find on, uh, you can rent it on Amazon Prime. And then The uh, Haunting of Hill it's House on Netflix is on now. Netflix yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm going to say where these movies are available, but Netflix and Hulu, and they, they change stuff so much. Yeah, they so do. keep checking, they do. So you know, check depending yeah. on when you listen to this. Um, okay, so the next one is The Changeling from 1980. Yes. A man staying at a secluded historical mansion finds himself being haunted by the presence of a spectra. This is a fantastic movie. Yeah. It is. Um, now, except for like the last 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I think that the ending is weak on this movie. But other than that, it's George C. Scott plays this composer whose family is killed in an accident and he moves uh to this this house he sorry rents this house where he's going to work on uh music that he's writing and um he starts finding that the house is haunted and strange things start happening and there this is one of those movies that is so much atmosphere mm-hmm. and um and it's and it's a good story and it's a twist story so i don't want to 
give away what's going on, but the house is haunted by the ghost of a little boy. And there is a great scene with this red ball that just comes bouncing down the stairs. Yeah. And uh, there's a seance that takes place during the movie where they bring in this medium and her husband, and they're trying to communicate with the ghost. And it's it's done like a, a real old-fashioned seance with like the big spirit horn, and she's got paper, and she goes uh, into yeah. a trance, and she's writing things down, and her husband is reading them out loud as he as she's writing them down. And I think that's what makes it so creepy because the the, the guy is sitting next to her, and she's, you know... Her eyes are all rolled back and she's writing stuff and he's reading the messages in this monotone voice mm-hmm. and they're coming faster and faster. and faster. It's, it's a great scene. Yeah. I mean, it's a really great scene. And we've seen that reproduced in Insidious and yeah. in numerous yeah. other films. Right. And, but this is where, this is where that comes from. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, that's a great movie. And, um, I, I have, man, I've been watching that thing. I mean, I've seen it. I don't know how many times over the years I watch it every, every October at some yeah. point I'll rewatch this movie. Uh, it's just that well done. It, that's it awesome. really is. It's a great that's, movie. That's, I highly recommend it. That's a lot how I came up with the idea for the podcast is I just had too much to drink. I was yelling at Leah. <laughs> she's just writing down my ideas. As yeah. Fast as she yeah. Can. <laughs> um, no. So this uh, again, uh, Scorsese said that this was in, you know, his top 11 yeah. scariest horror films. And apparently it was, was, so you might be able to talk to this. It was based off real life events. Of I just Henry posted Tree. about that on my Facebook page last week about okay. the true story behind the changeling. Um, it was, it, it's based loosely, very loosely based on a haunting that happened at a house in Denver. Uh-huh. Um, there was a park, uh, Cheeseman Park in Denver, uh, used to be a cemetery. And that whole neighborhood is built on what used to be the cemetery, like Poltergeist. Yeah, right. You know? right. Um, and so they have had a lot of hauntings around that area. And there was a house in particular where a lot of the things that happened in the movie allegedly occurred Mm -hmm. um so i mean you go go to my facebook page i there's an article about it i just put it up like on the 15th or so um just recently about this uh about this particular story awesome um and i so this is available to rent on amazon prime as well um i meant to mention really yeah so i meant to mention also that the haunting is available on amazon prime and scorsese said that was his favorite horror film he comes up a lot in imdb trivia yeah um and i actually had to go back some of the reason these the first four are the ones I haven't seen um, and everything else I have seen. But the what happened was I didn't think they were available to stream anywhere. And then when oh, I went yeah. to do the IMDb stuff today, um, they have a little plug-in that shows that it's available hmm. on Amazon Prime. So that's where well, I that's, was if finding Well, if Changeling's out. on Amazon Prime, that's been recently added. Yeah. Because I had to buy a DVD of that, too. Um, yeah, you can rent it for okay. three ninety nine on well, Prime Video. Um, IMDb, they're getting that affiliate money. Which is great, um, but this is also not to be confused with what Angelina Jolie movie. Yeah, or this the is same that's name just Changeling. Changeling. That, a lot of people do that. Um, this is the Changeling. Angelina Jolie's movie is just called Changeling. Got it. And, which is also a fantastic movie, but has nothing to do with ghosts. Right. So. Okay. Well, good to know. Uh, so the next film we have is The Devil's Backbone from two thousand one. Uh, after Carlos, a 12-year-old whose father has died in the Spanish Civil War, arrives at an ominous boys' orphanage, he discovers the school is haunted and has many dark secrets that he must uncover. I watched this one. It's a good movie. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, it was super creepy and crazy. And I mean, I love ghost kids. I love, you know, yeah. any kids, yeah. dead or alive, just creep me out. <laughs> um, and this was really interesting. Um, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I, th- I was worried that, you know, you wouldn't really get to see the ghost stuff so much, well, but I mean, you do. It's in Spanish also, and yes. that freaks people out sometimes. But <laughs> it's subtitles. It just, just watch it. I mean, you know. Yeah, it was great. It's worth it. 
and this was uh let's see so guillermo Guil- yes I, guillermo del toro um said this was a sibling film to pan's labyrinth uh this being the masculine brother film pan's is the feminine sister film and it's also his favorite movie of his own um and this was recommended by multiple people not just you yeah. um and i i thought it was great uh, I think one of the things I like about it so much, um, I mean, I saw this when it came out. One of the things I liked so much was the way that the ghosts appear in this. Yeah. You know, the, the ghost, and I don't want, I won't get into too much detail, but there's there's a ghost that, that died because of a head wound. Mm-hmm. And as the ghost appears, you see like the blood floating yeah. in the air behind the ghost. That's why you he, told me I to watch it. that was it. the coolest thing. I'd never seen anything like that before when I yeah. saw this movie. And that this was the first movie of his that I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. I, I became a fan uh, because of this movie, and I really like his stuff. But this was the first one of his I had ever seen. I think he'd only done one other movie before this. Mm-hmm. And um, and I thought, man, that's just ingenious. Yeah. You know? And then you find out this guy's like a crazed genius anyway. right but uh i thought that was a great idea no absolutely uh i thought it, it was yeah it was really fun it was really sad um yeah. at least throughout and there's and, a lot of drama going on yeah elsewhere in the orphanage as right. well and not you know and we're in the middle of the spanish civil war so there's an unexploded bomb in the courtyard which yes. i thought was a great you know that that was the whole idea of this i mean we shouldn't be doing analysis here but the whole <laughs> idea of this ticking time bomb in the middle of it kind of is what everything else that's going on inside this orphanage. Yep. It's a great movie. Yes. So. It's yeah, you know, it was great. And one of the fun facts, uh, in order to make Fernando T That's the boy, the yes, young the, boy. The young yeah. boy um cry if he was unable to, Del Toro would complain of his acting skills out loud and express his disappointment <laughs> with his work. And make him cry. Which I thought was hilarious <laughs> yeah. to, you know, be mean to child workers to get them to do what you want. Um that one's also available to rent on Amazon Prime. Uh, okay, the next one, uh, The Orphanage from 2007. So a woman brings her family back to her childhood home, which used to be an orphanage for handicapped children. Before long, her son starts to communicate with an invisible new friend. Yeah, which also doesn't even remotely cover any of this movie. I mean, that is you think? that I is think it barely does. anything. I mean, I, I guess that's the beginning of the movie, that's but the there's gist. so much more that happens in this film. Well, okay, yes, I yeah. guess, but I think yeah. you, it'd be spoilery to like really I guess. say too much. I but guess. So and this was a produced by Guillermo del Toro. Yes. And so, and yeah, he's, he's all over this list. Yeah, he is. And uh, he, I think he just loves ghost stuff. I mean, I love, he loves horror, but yeah. I think he just loves the ghost stuff and he started off that way. But um, yeah, I love this movie. I, I actually did see this when it came out. Mm-hmm. I, um, when it was released in theaters and it was very had a very short release but i was contacted by the company mm-hmm. that released it and they asked if the, if i knew of a movie theater where they could show it if i and so we i i literally put out a call on my newsletter and said um we're looking for 100 people who want to come watch a movie yeah and then we showed it at the avon in decatur and um there were a couple of scenes in this movie that and I was sitting in the balcony and watching this thing. And I mean, I jumped out of my seat a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. This is a great movie. And, it is. It's um, a, again, subtitles you'll have to it read, is, but it it's worth it. Well, there's a dubbed version, but you, you told don't me not want to watch, watch it. It's awful. The yeah. voices don't match the characters at all. Yeah. This was so. one my, uh, my boss actually told me as well. He's like, you need to watch this one. Yeah. Um, and great. we work for cinema blend. So I, when he says something about a movie or right, TV, I definitely right, right. take it to heart. Um, he even told me, he's like, 
message me after you watch this because I want to know what you think. Yeah. He knows my uh, love of children ghosts too. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a lot of this. And there's some going good on. twists in this movie too, so that you have. I to didn't be, see that. You coming. have to be careful yeah. uh, with this one um, and how you talk about it because there are some things that happen that you do not see coming. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, the big one I know that we both have already mm-hmm. just talked about, it's and really I'm not going to give too. that away. Uh, but it's it's such a good. I mean, it's such a good film. Yeah. And it's it's. I always like to think of this as a little bit of uh, Peter Pan. Uh, this, well, oh, they talk the, about Peter Pan in yeah, there too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and I, I, you get it. Yeah. You, know, you understand it, but it, it's yeah. it's so good. I mean, it's just it's just one of those movies that you know you can't express to people how much you know how much you like it or how well done it is they really have to see it for themselves and yeah i think a lot of our probably a lot of our listeners have seen the orphanage already mm-hmm. uh, because it's one that pops up a lot when i list you know my all-time favorites this is always at the top you know right near the very top of the list yeah i think this was actually uh this was my favorite out of all yeah, the ones that i movie. watched um, specifically for this, uh, and it said when it premiered at Cannes Film Festival, it received a ten-minute standing ovation. Which wow. I don't, I, maybe that's unique. Probably I don't know. I don't probably. know how Cannes goes. It's probably yeah. pretty dramatic. But yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool. And that's available to rent on Amazon Prime as well. Again, don't get the dubbed version. Just yeah, get just the watch Spanish the Spanish one. version and read the subtitles. And you know, and it's a lot of it is pretty easy to follow. If you, I mean, especially if you pick up any Spanish at all, you could follow right along with the subtitles. It's easy. So yes, and worth it. Uh, yeah. So the next one is the next film is the others from 2001, a woman who lives in a darkened old house with her two photosensitive children become convinced that her family home is haunted. And that is another fantastic movie. It is great. Um, the atmosphere, the setting, I mean, the acting, everything, there isn't anything about this movie that doesn't work. Yeah. Everything about it is great. And again, though, you can only say so much yes. about this movie. So, yes. because again, with the, the twist, you can't, you don't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. And, but it, um, yeah, this is, a, this is a great film. Uh, this mm-hmm. is, although this is the only one of the movies on here that we talked about that had twists, this is the only one I figured out. Oh, about yeah. About halfway through, I figured this one out it's pretty early. It's not that... It's not a huge twist, you know. I it's, mean, it kind of is. I mean, it is, but it's not that hard to see coming. Yeah. Um, there's a Ray Bradbury story that this exact thing happens. Really? Yeah, and so I think that's what I remembered. I'm like, oh, this is like that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's... Yeah, this is really well done. I do. I remember even from the previews, uh, just the whole like, but mom, I am your daughter. Like that thing. And I was like, I need to see this movie. It's great. It's not a spoiler. It's in the previews. Mm -hmm. Um, I would recommend it. Uh, So this little fun fact, Nicole Kidman actually quit during rehearsals as playing Grace gave her nightmares. At one point, I didn't want to make the film because I couldn't even go there emotionally, which uh, she's done, you know. Yeah. Eyes wide shut and some really well, weird yeah, right, shit, right. and uh, this is a little bit too well, much. Well, it's 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 a creepy film. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely creepy. You know, when her husband shows up and all that stuff, some really creepy stuff. Yeah. So, and it really plays in without diving into it too much. It right. plays into a lot of the theories that you've told me about ghosts and spirits and why things might yeah, you know, yeah. exist. Um, and it's so it's very interesting. Um, okay, so that one's available to rent on Amazon Prime. Uh, the next one we talked about a little bit, but uh, the since six- we've already spoiled this one, I think we're safe. Yes, the so six- everybody has seen this. Sixth Sense, so. nineteen ninety nine. Uh, a boy who communicates with spirits seeks the help of a disheartened child psychologist. 
This is one of the most famous yeah. like horror movies, yeah. I guess. Ghost and movies. I see dead people. Yeah, yeah and I guess number one of the hundred greatest movie lines. Yes, yeah, I um, noted that. And uh, there were a lot of facts about this that I, I, yeah. I just picked one, whatever. Yeah. But uh, so this is M Night Shyamalan, and you know, I think this is probably where uh, he got is, known for the. But it was. Twist. I think this wasn't this his first movie. I think it was. I think but it was. I and then, but I then I think up. that he felt compelled to do that with every movie after that, and some of those didn't work. You know, oh, it's the Earth killing us. I don't even want to talk about that. The movie. happening I hate that movie so much. Mark Wahlberg hates it too. Yeah, oh God, it's so awful. But, but I like I like several of his movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. You know, he went through a he went through a stage that I you know haven't cared for. But Lady um, in the Water didn't like that one. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't like that one. But um, I love Signs. Signs was great good. movie. Signs so, was creepy. The Sixth Sense was was great, and I remember going to see it in the theater and. Um, not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. I think I saw it the week that it came out and um I didn't know anything that was going to happen. I didn't recognize Donnie Wahlberg at the beginning. Said he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, for I this, didn't even recognize him. Things, so yeah. I saw he was in it and I'm like, who did he play? I didn't see him and it was the he was the you know, the cracked out guy who shot yes. Bruce Willis at the beginning. But you know, one of the things about that since we've already spoiled it because yeah, this, this one that we can talk about yeah. this one. But um when it was revealed that Bruce Willis was dead the entire time, and this kid was able to see him and actually was trying to help him yeah. instead of the other way around. Um, I didn't see that coming. I, I mean, it blew me away. I didn't either. And I have since, and I I can rewatch this movie and still enjoy it. You know, I've watched it several times. Yeah. And one of the things that's really great about it is, I mean, I remember immediately, well, like watching it again, looking to see where he cheated. Oh, You know yeah. what I mean? But he didn't. There are no cheats in this movie. There are, there's nothing, there's at no point does anyone who can't see dead people mm-hmm. interact, see or interact with Bruce Willis. Right. And you don't even realize that until you rewatch it. And then you're like, yeah. wow. The okay. one, yeah. The one that uh, blew my mind the most was the wife at dinner. Yeah. Um, and she's like, happy anniversary and stuff uh-huh. and all that. And I was like, oh my God, I yeah. had no I know. clue. Me either. I didn't Just either. Threw me for a loop. I thought, boy, they really need to work on things, don't they? And then, yeah, yeah you realize he's not actually there. Yeah. Yeah, had a lot of dinners like great that. movie. Yeah, no, yeah. No, kidding. I'm kidding. Please don't leave me. Um, <laughs> well, you would. It's there's just there's it's scary stuff that just dead people popping out and yeah. stuff. And uh, but it's a good movie. I think the thing. I think the thing that freaked me out the most is when they went to that house, and it was the girl who mm-hmm. was under hiding under yes. who had, had been the little table thing growing up and I, that freaked me out yes I mean, that really freaked me out. i think what would freak leah out the most is seeing him on silicon valley recently and then seeing Haley joe osmond as the little boy oh, yeah, he's yeah. very different very looking. different yeah. i think it would that would blow yeah. your mind more than yeah. anything uh so that one's available right now on netflix so moving on the next film is stir of echoes 1999 after being hypnotized by his sister-in-law, a man begins seeing haunting visions of a girl's ghost, and a mystery begins to unfold around him. This is famous Mr. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and and actually, this movie suffered by coming out almost at the same time as The Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah. And the problem with it was we had two little kids talking to dead people, mm-hmm. and everybody just dismissed this one right. because it came second. And uh, it's too bad because this is actually a better movie. Yeah, Stir of Echoes is a better film than The Sixth Sense. Doesn't have quite as huge a twist, I guess. No, but, it, well, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't have the twist. I mean, there's a little, I guess, yeah. but it's not a huge twist. But this movie is, as far as being the way it was put together, mm-hmm. this is actually a better movie. It's a better story. 
Um, there's more to the story, mm-hmm. and this is that is that is a great movie. I um, love that they. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's I loved really that they could walk everywhere in that town. Wherever they needed to go, it's Chicago. they would just walk. I mean, I mean, it's in Chicago. Okay, it was I've a little, little neighborhood, and then it's like, yeah. okay, here's the school, and yeah. here's the this, and right. here's that. Um, but yeah, so I liked it a lot. Um, there's so one of the fun facts. In a hypnotism flashback scene, there's a scene of a safety pin being stuck through Tom's hand, and mm-hmm. it's Kevin Bacon. This was not a special effect. A stuntman was paid to come in and have a safety pin pushed through his hand for the scene. I Ow. remember that scene, and I was I like, know. fuck Me too. I that. did too, yeah. And oh, that was terrible. Um, I like this one a lot, and so people always play that game, the degrees to Kevin Bacon yeah. thing. Have I told you yeah. about this before? Uh-uh. So my, my roommate, when I lived in New York, used to date Kevin Bacon's daughter. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> anybody that knows me, you just got up <laughs> yeah. a level uh, to yeah. how close you are to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I just like to throw that out. It makes me feel cool. Um, and this one, this is available on Hulu or Amazon Prime. And and if you have not seen it, you gotta see it. Yes, this, this is, is a great movie. This was one of you my favorites. You could probably too. skip Stir of Echoes two, starring Rob Lowe, which has nothing to do with the original Stir of Echoes. Hold on, so it's not really very good. We're gonna so. trash this whole episode and just talk yeah. about this movie now no, that I didn't know it's, existed. It's okay, but it's not really that good. He plays like a a soldier who keeps seeing like visions of when he was you know overseas, and oh it's my just gosh. not. It's just stick with. I mean, if you want to watch it, fine. I'm, I'm but gonna. if you need to have the better movie, watch just the original Stir of Echoes with Kevin Bacon. That's so. amazing. I did not. How is that not the fun fact that I pulled? <laughs> uh, so moving on. Next film is The Ring from 2002. A journalist must investigate a mysterious videotape which seems to cause the death of anyone in a week of viewing it. So was was this one of the first like it was, remakes of yes. a Japanese movie that kind of yes. started that Ringu craze? was the original. And... Um, Honestly, I like the remake better. Yeah. I know that that a lot of people don't like to do that, but um, I I was never a huge fan of the the Japanese versions of any of those movies around that time. Mm-hmm. I always I don't know why. I mean, some of the remakes weren't very good, but then I kept thinking, well, probably the original really wasn't either. Yeah, um, like the Eye, the one with Jennifer Love Hewitt, I believe, where she had the eye transplant and it comes from a woman who could see ghosts. It's not very good. Hmm. Um, Shudder, on the other hand, Shudder was far better than the original. That's the don't one with know. Joshua Jackson, and they're in. They go to Japan, and um, these picture he these pictures keep taking, and there's this like this woman that's like haunting him, mm-hmm. and they're like these. I'm it scares the crap out of me yeah. every time I see this movie because there's the scene where you see like he a picture and it, and the woman is on his back, and it is. It's terrifying. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll have to check it out. I like it. I liked it a lot better than the original. Um, the Grudge, which I think I know, was the, I know we're kind of mixing but, together because it's the, the next Grudge one. happened because the Ring, was right? So exactly. And the original of the Grudge is, is is actually pretty good, but the remake I thought again I thought was fantastic. Right. Um, the sequel was okay, and there was a. Tr- there there's, a, there's a trilogy maybe? yeah, yeah I, I haven't I've, seen i've the, seen all of them i haven't seen i like the one. original one the best yeah um i had a friend who that you know that then the ghost makes that noise yeah so well so that we, we can kind of combine these that two. thing is freaky and i had a friend who could do freak it? out no i used oh. to do it to them because oh. it scared them really well, so badly so. The, oh, wait, the f- go back to the ring go okay back to oh. the ring sorry i'm oh. getting ahead no, no, of no. It. well it's fine okay so yeah so the ring um what I found out is it sold more than 2 million DVD copies in the U.S. alone in the first 24 hours. So can you imagine people going to, like, physically get this? I mean, yeah. some probably ordered it online, maybe, but, like, 
physically getting, you know, 2 million DVD copies. Um, until Stephen King's It in 2017, this movie was the highest grossing horror remake in history with a total worldwide, worldwide gross of over $249 million. Um, which is a shit ton of money. It and really, a shit and ton it of really money works. In 2002. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah, um, it's, it's great. The sequel mm. is it Rings? Is that what uh, it is? No, no, Ring Two. Oh, well, what's and your... then Rings was another sequel, and that's not very good. Oh, either. okay, I remember Rings, but now okay, yeah, now that's I a recent one. That one was it, like you know, 15 years after the original. They tried or to something. explain too know. much of yeah, the story. Yeah, because it was like, well, why would you watch this if you hadn't seen the originals? We don't need you to explain the original. Right, so I was fine with not knowing. Movie. But, but and Ring 2, the deer ring, scene that Leah just said. Yeah, I do remember that. Ring that 2, I don't care for. But the deer um, were crazy. Yeah, but the original one with Naomi Watts, I really liked that movie. I yeah. It was really well done. So Yeah, okay. Well, and so, scary. The it, video no, is scary. It is scary. It's scary shit. And it has a part from The Innocence in it, apparently. Which well, yeah, apparently. We, we yeah, just yeah, learned. I know that. That one's available to rent on Amazon Prime. And I feel like that probably pops up on Netflix a lot every now probably, and then or Hulu so. or something. Yeah. Um, and we kind of mentioned it a little bit, but The Grudge from 2004. So an American nurse living and working in Tokyo is exposed to a mysterious supernatural curse, one that locks a person in a powerful rage before claiming their life and spreading to another victim. This yeah, is a creepy movie. It was. It is very creepy. And you know what's what's cool about um, the Japanese ghost films? Mm-hmm. Um, ghosts in Japan are not like ghosts here. Yeah, Ghosts here are, you know, kind of, oftentimes they're kind of benevolent unfinished business you know the ghosts in japan are just pissed yeah and want to kill people i mean they're they're scary mm-hmm. they're much scarier than ghosts here and so by moving these americans into a japanese setting and then exposing them to japanese ghosts um i think really works yeah and this it the i i liked I liked all of these. I thought they were good, and I liked the detectives they brought in. I liked the fact that it they didn't try to whitewash the entire cast. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, mo- all of the detectives and everybody involved were still Japanese, and mm-hmm. that's why it worked. You know, they understood what was going on where the Americans didn't. And right. And I think that's why it was so good. And you mentioned the open mouth sound oh, of yeah. one of the ghosts. And so apparently weird. that was made by the director, Takashi Shimizu? I don't know. Um, and then the character of uh, Toshio, who's a, a little yeah, boy, boy. Um, is always found with this cat. But in real life, the boy who plays him <laughs> was apparently terrified of cats. That's funny. Which is just adding. <laughs> it's just you know cherry on top of that. Um, I love The Grudge because in a lot of in a lot of horror movies, um, it's like if you're in broad daylight with a lot of people, you're kind of safe. But there's like even a scene on a bus where she looks in, like she's kind of a mild reflection in the bus window, broad daylight, and she sees the ghost like coming at her. And then in the shower, like kind of pulling at the back of her hair and like shit. Ha- like it's, it's crazy how you're just never really safe um, with these things. And they're little kids and they're little monsters are yeah. creepy as hell. Yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend it. I, I need to watch the third one. Um, I don't really, I know I've seen the second one, but I don't remember it too much, but there's, and I remember there's a lot of hospital stuff and camera, um, footage, like, uh, yeah. surveillance camera yeah. kind of Which stuff. Which is good. Yeah. yeah there's some great. really good stuff. Um, yeah, I do. I do like that a lot. And I just, I thought the, the sequels were good. I remember watching, I think I watched like all of them together. Um, maybe last year, maybe it's the last time I watched them. Uh, but I, I really enjoy those. I mm-hmm. think they're really well done. Yeah. Okay. So, um, are you good? Yeah. Okay. So moving on, the next film is The Awakening from 2011. In 1921, England is overwhelmed by the loss and grief of World War One. Hoax exposer Florence 
Cathcart visits a boarding school to explain sightings of a child ghost. Everything she believes unravels as the missing begin to show themselves. Uh, th- I like this one a lot, too. It was a good movie. It was really it's crazy. Really um, I like those big, old building yeah. movies. The, the British do that a lot. You know, the woman in black, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They do these big, big buildings a lot. And this one was the boys' school. And I thought her character was really great because it would have been a lot easier to make that a man. Oh, yeah. It was 1921, and she was an author who had been writing about exposing ghosts, you know, and Mm -hmm. and mediums and that kind of thing, and then was brought here to this school because they wanted her to come in and say, oh, no, it's not haunted. None of this is real. And then she's then exposed to, you know, a real haunting. Right. And Dominic West is, I always like him. He's always great. I couldn't remember his name. I love that guy. Yeah, he's always great. Um, He was in The Wire. People might recognize him from The Wire or Mm -hmm. The Affair on Showtime. I mean, he's been in a ton of stuff. Right, yeah, he's great. um, I really like him, and I thought he was really good in it. Um, I mean, everybody was good in it. I thought it was a really good movie. I was, um, that was one of those movies I was so excited about it coming out when it was released that... um, I ordered a the DVD of it from England. I oh, didn't yeah? even wait till it came out here. I ordered it from England because I've got a all regions DVD player that I bought. This will sound lame, but mm-hmm. I bought it back when uh, Downton Abbey was on, and they, it would got always it. be in England before it ever came here. Mm-hmm. So I would just buy the DVDs from England, and then I could watch the whole thing before it even aired here because I really liked that show. And so it's come in handy for a few things. Uh, there's yeah. been a few movies. And stuff that we'll never get here, you know, um, that just because there's no interest in this. They're, they're very localized British films. And this was one that I was sure would probably never come here. It did. It yeah. Obviously it did. But um, I didn't think it ever would. And I really wanted to see it. So, yeah, no, it was great. Um, had some nice twists. And um, I, I loved I love the opening scene mm-hmm. um, that kind of really set the tone for the movie. Because I was like what the hell am I watching? And then it kind of turns a little bit and I was like, oh, okay, this is yeah. an awesome film. Yeah. Um, love the, the actress. I don't remember her name. Rebecca Hall. Oh yeah. She's, yeah. she was phenomenal. Yeah. She's great. Um, love the skepticism. And then like the old timey kind of science experiment. Yeah. Ghost traps. Yeah. Setting up do. the wires and the powder. And right. All that stuff. Ex- yeah, it was explaining cool. like, here's how this flash is going to go off right. with this old timey camera. Right. And uh, right. it's yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's, oh, it's great. Uh, so that's also available um, on Amazon prime. Moving on, we have Session 9 from 2001. Which is the best ghost film ever. The synopsis, tensions rise within an asbestos cleaning crew as they work in an abandoned mental hospital with a horrific past that seems to be coming back. So this is your favorite ghost movie. It is. I watch this every Halloween. Yes. I love this movie. Okay. Absolutely love it. I was so excited. I had read about this movie coming out. Um, it was filmed at Danvers State Hospital mm-hmm. before it was turned into condominiums, which is kind of funny because it actually turned out to be remodeled and turned into something else. But yeah. um, it had been closed down for a while. And there was an article that they had made this small budget film with David Caruso and Josh Lucas, who was nobody at the time. David Caruso was post NYPD Blue. So mm-hmm. I, everybody knew him. Josh Lucas, nobody knew him at the time. And he plays a kind of a scumbag in it and then the guy that plays gordon and i can't think of his name off the top of my head but he's been in tons of stuff since then but he was really wasn't in much at the time and the guy that played mike he actually wrote the film oh really yeah yeah. and 
it was, you know, they filmed it at Denver State. And I had read an article about it, and I was like, I can't wait for this to come out. And then there was nowhere to see it because mm. it was such limited release. And so I waited and waited and waited for the DVD to come out. And then I got it. And um, I, you know, immediately that night went home late after dinner, turned off all the lights and turned on and watched this movie and just scared the crap out of myself. I don't know how many times during that movie I paused it because I kept thinking I heard someone talking in the house. Jeez. I'm not kidding. That is, it is, it is a super creepy film. Um, but you've got to be patient because it's not, it's, it's not an action film. No, not it's at all. very slow moving and you've got to be paying attention even at the very beginning, because the secret of what's going on is revealed in like the first less than 10 minutes of the movie yep. when they're walking through the hospital and something happens to Gordon. Mm -hmm. And if you're not watching, you're never going to get the rest of it. You might as well, if you're not paying attention, you might as well not be watching it because the story starts to be revealed when Mike, who's supposed to be cleaning asbestos is actually down in the basement, listening to these reel to reel tapes of, sessions with a patient at the insane asylum mm -hmm. who murdered her family in the fifties and is now telling this story through her multiple personalities. And that's how the story is, you know, it's all revealed a piece at a time. And there is some dark shit happening in this place. And this crew is coming apart at the seams, you know, and, and nobody knows it, you know, because there's something that has happened, like I said, in the first few minutes of this movie that affects everything. Mm -hmm. And who saw that coming at the end when they revealed all the different things that had happened already that right. you had no idea were going on? Right. That is, it's a great movie. I, I think this movie is far underrated. I have been pushing this movie to people for years. I go, oh, I don't get it. It's so boring. Or, you know, or they just don't get it. They just don't under because they were not paying attention mm -hmm. for all along. Of course, I've seen it like 30 times. Right. So I, I know what's going on, but you know, I always encourage people to watch it and then talk to me about it when it's over, if you need to, mm -hmm. you know, it's um, because it's, I just, I'm a number one cheerleader for this movie. I just think it's great. Well, so, so talking to you when it's over, that might be something I need to do because this was my least favorite movie out of all really? that I watched. I don't want you to hate me. Oh no, I don't. This I was just, like, I don't. I never understand it when people tell me they don't. I like uh, it. I I didn't hate it. Don't get me wrong. Mandy was way worse. Um, yeah. but this was very. It was brutal in a couple spots. Yeah. That that was. It. Um, but I I was surprised at how much you loved this movie. Um, and I hmm. I can't really explain it. Um, I know you're you're a huge you know fan of it, oh, so I, okay. I I went into this I mean, one. You don't but have to like it. But I, just, I just um, I'm always puzzled. I didn't. I liked it, but I didn't find it. And maybe it was just too slow. So okay, so Hereditary is really slow, right? But it paid off for me in the end. Right. I felt like this tried to pay off in the end, but I felt like it wasn't enough to really sell me personally. Hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just interesting to me that this was your favorite oh, one. I just love this movie. Um, maybe my expectations were too high because I knew this was your favorite. Well, may yeah, maybe. Um, and then you also possible. told me, you're like, don't watch it during the day. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, you gotta watch like, it at night. Yeah. Um, but I just, I watched it when I had time. Um, I would still recommend checking it out. It's really cool. Uh, one of the guys, main guy is, I was like, I know him from somewhere. Yeah, and it's David because Caruso. from Ozarks. Um, is who oh I'm yeah, thinking of. the guy that plays Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. And can't I, remember his name. I can't either. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up while we're talking because yeah, but he, um, he's in Ozarks. He's great. Yeah, in he that. plays the he's the the older farmer that has the the poppy fields. Yes. Um, 
his name is Owen Brass from uh, CSI is the guy that plays in the, the town hall. Um, he's the guy that, that brings them there to do the project. Oh, okay. The guy that played Lieutenant Brass from CSI is in it too. Um, Let's see. Peter Mullen plays Gordon. Okay. And he is, he's in a ton of stuff. I mean, everybody would recognize him. Like I said, Josh Lucas and David Caruso. Yeah, so there's right. quite a few people that are that are in it. I um, did, yeah. Dave, it was funny when I saw David Crusoe right in the beginning because, uh, yeah, the only thing I'd seen him on was was CSI. But yeah, thinking yeah. about yeah, CSI Miami, yeah, it was David Crusoe. And then you yeah. said Stephen is the one that wrote the film, the guy that plays yeah. Mike. Yeah, the guy that plays Mike. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think, I think you would turn your head at most of the like. Yeah, so but there's, there's not, couple, and there's not a ton of. There's only a couple like, gross parts, in it. but they yeah, are. It's not, but, but they're those parts that are gross are really fucking gross. Yeah, the 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 yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of things that are pretty rough. I uh, yeah, did that was not cool. Um, okay, any are we good to move on? From sure. That? Oh yeah. Well, okay, we'll so let it go. So <laughs> it's gonna make dinner so awkward. Uh, no, I I I figured I needed to tell him this. How oh, I felt that's about right. it. Um, but I think that was also the one I watched first because I was like, just fucking pumped. Um, <laughs> but still, it's not it's not terrible at all. Um, and it's it's not available to stream. No, I had to. Yeah, I I thought it was on Netflix for a long time, and uh, I think you I went gave, to watch it. I think I gave Orn my DVD copy, and um, so I thought, well, that's okay. I'll just watch it on Netflix, and I went to watch my. It's not here. It's like oh, that's okay. I'll just get one on Amazon. I'll just buy it on Amazon and download it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't available, so I had to order a Blu-ray of it. And so then that's the problem. Then I got to like, dust off the Blu-ray player, yeah. which I never use anymore, Harley. And so whenever I want to watch it, it's it's harder to watch than it used to be. So this says it is available right now on disc at Amazon. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see how long that lasts. Um, okay, so that's the end of your list. Uh, I pulled together a couple of them because a lot of them uh, ended up overlapping, as far, like the Grudge oh, sure, and the Ring, sure. um, the others. But there were a couple others that I wanted to talk about. And we don't, we didn't mention, and I think I mentioned it briefly. Yeah. Uh, Woman in Black. Uh, the I like both of those. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that the end of Part One, the mm-hmm. one with Harry Potter. Yes. Um, he's he's great in it. He's he really is. Yeah. He's really good. No, he's, he's great um, in anything. He, he, Plays this guy's shattered by the loss of his wife and doesn't know what to do with his son and, you know, is sent to this remote place to, you know, take care of this woman's estate. And yeah, it's, haunted. it's so and weird. I like the movie a lot. I thought the very end was a little weak. Yeah. The ending was weak. I agree. Other than that, I thought it was really good. And I liked the second one. I may be the only person who did, but I thought this concept, they it was set during World War II and they mm-hmm. were getting kids out of the city during the blitz oh right and they right. took them out and they were and that true story they sent them out to country estates mm-hmm. to try to keep them safe from the bombing yeah and um then they end up at you know this place mm-hmm. at the, the the same house and she's still around of course and i just um i thought it was re- i i enjoyed it a lot i thought the second the sequel was really good um but i didn't it didn't make the list just because I don't know. I was trying to hate, you know, just a. T- I was think I was working on a round number, mm-hmm. but I think that's one worthy of mention. Definitely worth watching both of them, really, for Halloween season. Yeah, no, there's. A, I think they're both on Amazon Prime. There's so. a few movies too that I said we should we should probably just mention yeah, that are yeah. good too. Um, but one of my favorite ghost movies that wasn't on your list is 1408. Uh, have you seen that? Yeah, one? I, and I, I've watched. I, I've watched it several times. I like the movie a lot. Yeah. Up, like 
ninety percent of the way. Yeah, like so many other movies with ghosts, the the ending I think for me falls apart. Mm, okay, um, I think the ending is way too much. Yeah, I mean it just. I mean, I think it's really good and it's really creepy, and I love the whole thing where he's this guy, you know, he's like you know rolling his eyes kind of thing, and it's it's a great story and everything. Right. And the story, the the short story, is much more subtle. Is it? I haven't you know, read it, but... but I think that they felt the need to be overblown for the movie, mm-hmm. and then I thought the ending was just too much. Too but much. I do like the, I still like it. I do like it a lot. Yeah. So that was uh, two thousand seven. It's a uh, based off a of Stephen King short short story it's a man who specializes in debunking paranormal occurrences which isn't accurate check checks yeah. into the fabled room 1408 in the dolphin hotel soon after settling in he confronts genuine terror so wait what do you i mean he's a he's, he's an author. not a debunker though oh, he's, he's just an just, author he writes about you know 10 nights in haunted hotels right I and mean, that's the kind of stuff he writes and so you know he wants to experience this place because they will not rent him the room mm-hmm. and samuel L. jackson plays the guy who yes which is great it, you know, that's awesome who, who's the manager at the hotel trying to convince him not to stay the night in the room right and he's pretty so much in the hotel in room for the most of the, yeah, movie, the whole movie you know yeah, yeah. 85 90 yeah. percent of it i'd say um yeah and that's so it's it's a fun one um i thought it was really interesting keanu reeves was attached for playing the lead role in the movie initially instead of john cusack which yeah, could have been okay i love keanu reeves uh, me too. don't get wrong so but, be uh, it would have been a lot more like whoa yeah, you know, that, that kind of shit. Um, this one's available to rent on Amazon Prime as well. Uh, so this one... Now, I'm super puzzled by this next one. Sinister... Not that I don't like it, but why would you not pick the original, which was fantastic? Well, hold on, I'll explain. Okay, because the second one's okay. Sinister 2 in 2015. Uh, a young mother and her twin sons move into a rural house that's marked for death. Uh, so the reason I picked this one, um, instead of, so I love the first one too. Yeah. I love the first one. Um, I love the, uh, the dude from, um, I can't think of his name. Ethan Hawke? No, Vincent D'Onofrio plays like his entire role is on Skype. Oh, (laughs) remember that? That is so funny. I'm like, he literally phoned this in. Yeah. So, but I still, I still really like the movie. I think Ethan Hawke was great in it. Um, I love this. I love the first movie, but the reason I put the second one on here is because way more ghost children. Yeah. That creeps me out more personally. Um, I think they're both great. I love that it's always deputy so and so. You never actually get a name for this guy. One guy in either, and I actually really like his character too. too. So I think him kind of leading it. He was more, yeah, a lot more in the second one. Yeah, um, and so that that uh, just yeah, that's the reason I really like that. Um, But they're both really fucking scary yeah, I and like uh those. um yeah it's, it's basically i like the insidious movies so I what do, do i know i do so, too yeah um, i hear people complain about those all the time and i really like them and they so. said actually in i think it's sinister 2 and one of the when he goes to um the college or whatever there's like a, a drawing from insidious hanging in the background it's like a little easter egg oh yeah um but yeah there's a shit ton of ghost kids in this and um this one and the first one some of the most like brutal snuff films essentially that you've seen like yeah, little short things. true those they're, little pieces there yeah. and they just pop up and they're they're terrible um they're brutal movies i it's love the 16 millimeter version of the videotape from, yes uh, rings it so, kind of yeah. yeah and i think they one of the fun facts is like one they use eight millimeter the other they use 16 or something <laughs> yeah. i don't care but whatever <laughs> um love kind of bagul and the whole how he just pops up randomly and show up in photographs and then yeah. not be there and just yeah. it's it's a great series uh, i would say check it out yeah so the other day 
since the day I saw it. Oh, yeah. So Leah's saying this is the one movie that stuck with her since the day she saw it. And the other day, um, I was getting ready, watching some of these horror movies, and she she gets up out of bed, and I was like, hey, I'm watching a scary movie, because it's not really her thing. And uh, she's like, oh, it's fine. I don't care. And I was like, all right, well, I'm watching Sinister 2. And she just kind of, like, stops. And I was like, do you want me to turn it off? She's like, any other movie... It would have been fine, but uh, so that one's yeah. It just I would I would recommend check it out. It's available on Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm gonna skip this one for now because it's not it's not a ghost movie. Why? Well, actually, the next two aren't. Oh, I'm gonna argue that they are. Oh no, I'm gonna argue. Um, I like Oculus. Okay, so what? Yeah, a ghost movie. Fuck it, let's talk like about it. It. Oculus. Um, so. it's not a ghost movie. I put it on there and I was like, this isn't a ghost movie. I would still recommend it. I don't really want to talk about it, but I would recommend it. Um, the next one though, Cabin in the Woods. 2012. Okay, not a ghost movie. I don't care. I mean, it has a ghost yes. in a cage. Yes. A ghost. That is why okay. I have put it in here. I love the movie. I've put I it in here. I think it's phenomenal, but... So five friends go for a break at a remote cabin when they get more than they bargained for, discovering the truth behind the cabin in the woods. There are ghosts in it. That's why I decided to, uh, to put this one in here. Not a ghost movie, but there are ghosts in it for a brief second so i love it so much that i tossed it in here yeah, i do love that movie, um though. because it's so fucking bizarre see that was yeah and that was a good twist to a movie that yes. you did not see coming yes i, I mean i it. knew i knew it wasn't going to be going in i knew it wasn't going to be what it looked like yeah it wasn't going to be evil dead they speci- they specifically know. had um apparently previews that were misleading so people didn't know what they were going into because it right. looks like evil dead right, 100 sure. um also evil dead evil dead 2 same fucking it's thing. the same well it is it literally is the same movie evil dead 2 is is uh the same movie with more money that's all it is uh-huh. they are the same film except okay. they got rid of all the side characters from number one and just made it bruce bruce campbell and his yeah. girlfriend and then they had a lot more money to spend on. So okay. The second, and they started working in more comedy because the first one is there's no comedy in the first one. No. It's just over the top, absolutely, utterly brutal. You know. What do you think about the scary, remake? And scary. Actually, I liked it. I like it I too. It was great. Um, I thought it was really scary, and I thought the first the first Evil Dead movie was scary, mm-hmm. and then the second one is great, but it's hilarious, right? Because he kind of let Bruce. Campbell run wild yes. in the second one and it's very funny when he cuts off his hand and it chases him around the house yes. and there's some great stuff there, it's, in it. it's, it's you know there's some really funny stuff in it but it's it's essentially the same film so. and okay can you tell me pe- people are gonna get mad at me for this is what's the difference between that and army of darkness army of darkness is evil dead 3 essentially okay. it, that's ash that's the same character right because at the end of evil dead 2 he goes through that like portal yeah and, and that's when he travels he back up... in time and then to right. like you know King Arthur's kingdom or something, right. and that's that's okay. pure comedy. Okay, that's, I mean it's that's what I mean I it's not. I mean there's some kind of scary stuff. in oh, yeah, there's, Army of the there's Dead some stuff, yeah. but essentially that's a comedy. I think. Okay, you know some of the stuff he says in it's hilarious. Yes. I just think it's it's really funny. Well, that so, makes sense. Good movie. Um, and somebody asked me the other day at work. Actually, they said uh, they messaged me. They said. Evil Dead the musical is this a thing? Yeah, it was and I a said thing. I have no idea. It was a thing. It, it's in St. Louis. Short lived. She well, but, she has tickets no. for this year. It's apparently still around. Oh, is it coming really? back? Oh, maybe they're bringing it um, back. And she said, "Luckily, my husband got us tickets that are not in the splatter zone." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, it rains blood in the movie, so it's probably right, going to be pretty bad." It does it on bad. the show. I remember when they yeah. were talking about that when it came out. There's a I had I've had it on for a while, and I was going through some of the DVD special features and stuff, and uh, shit they had to go through was just insane. Yeah. Um, well, he always says that Sam Raimi, they were, I mean, they're friends. They, 
made that first movie like in the woods in Michigan, just a bunch of buddies, yeah, scraping together money like Kevin Smith did with Clerks, you right. know. And so he always jokes about. I mean, I've met him several. Have I ever told you this? No. He does. He's done several things at the Avon Theater in Decatur. Oh yeah. So he's come there several times and hosted, you know, things and signed books and stuff. So I get to meet him uh, a couple years, a few years. I guess it's been a while now, but. Um, but he always used to like to joke about the fact that he, the Sam Raimi just likes to try to get him hurt in everything he's in. And he's been in like every one of his movies in Sam Raimi movies, Bruce Campbell is in there somewhere. Nice. Um, you know, and even like in the first Spider-Man movie, he plays the announcer in the ring at the wrestling oh, yeah. thing. He's always in them in some part, but yeah. it's something bad happens to him in every film. Yeah. You know, and so he, it's just sort of a running joke. That's why it seems so brutal, you know. Poor Ash, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay. So we were well, we were initially well, we talking about Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Um, yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Gotcha. So the movie's opening was a deliberate attempt by filmmakers, like I yeah. said, to uh, confuse the audience, and they make them think they walk in to see the wrong movie. Uh, it was great. it was written in three days, and that bong that they had, that. the coffee cup bong, yeah. it was apparently a prototype that cost them five grand to make. Whoa. Which is who's your seems bong a, guy? Yeah, really, no That's, kidding. That seems a little stupid. So dumb, but uh, it's a great movie. It's available <laughs> to rent his on. Brother-in-law, yeah, did a job. Available to rent on Amazon Prime. This next one, well, it, you know, and then when they get to the next part, and for anybody who hasn't seen it, I don't want to ruin it, but uh, Bradley Whitford is plays one of the guys. Josh from The West Wing uh-huh. plays one of the guys in the the other part. I don't know how to talk yeah, about this without we, ruining anything, but he's. Afraid of Mermaids, remember? Yes, yes. Oh, God, that is so good. It's so, great. Yeah, it's a good movie. No, Not a ghost movie, but it's a good movie. There so. are ghosts in the movie. Anyway, this next one is going to be even worse. This I is love m- this movie. Really? Okay, this oh, yeah. is my guiltiest yeah. of pleasures. Your uncle and I used to used to hunt ghosts. Goats? No, <laughs> ghosts. Yeah, that this is that's a great movie. So, But this is... Is I'm talking about the 2001. I am too. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, the original. Sure. It's horrible. Is it? Okay. Oh God! It's awful. It's I, one of those William Castle, you know, Spectre Vision. You if you put on the got the the glasses in yeah. the movie theater, which right. then they nod to that in the movie. In the but movie, yeah. When you put them on, then you could see the ghosts on screen. Okay. This was the guy who did like the Tingler with Vincent Price. And that you were supposed to scream to keep the, the tingler from killing you. And they electrified the seats in the theater. You don't know about William Castle? No. Oh, man, it's what? great stuff. So they electrified a lot of the seats in the theater. And then at the right moment, they were supposed to push the button. And then Vincent Price says to the audience, scream, scream for your lives. And they were, you know, the wiring was bad. So some people would get like really shocked. Jesus. And other people didn't get anything at all. And that was the tingler. Um, the House on Haunted Hill, the original with Vincent Price, which I like the remake. I That's think what fun. I was thinking of when I was yeah. talking about the haunting it's earlier. Fun. House on Haunted yeah, Hill. Yeah, it's fun. And then, but the original... Um, is is pretty fun too, but that's the one where they had the skeleton that goes across the screen mm-hmm. in the movie, and then they would have a fake skeleton in the theaters, and then it would go out over the audience. I mean, he invented all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he also then went on to produce like Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. uh, which they Some weren't going to let him stuff, do yeah. because everybody would put him together with all this campy stuff from the 50s. But uh, he talked his way into it. It's a great book. Um, John Goodman plays him in a movie. There's a movie, and I can't think of the name of it. Um, but he did. A, he wrote a book called Step Right Up, and it's it was The Life of William Castle. It's mm-hmm. really good. And you see all this crazy stuff he did, all these gimmicks to get people 
because they were losing so much of their audience to television in the 50s. Oh, yeah. And TV was brand new. And why why would I go to the movie theater when I can stay home and watch something for free? Yeah. So he was coming up with all these campy, gimmicky things to get people to come to see, you know, midnight shows and that kind of thing. So that's what this is. I mean, it's a remake of an old William Castle movie because they also did House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. And with, um, oh, what's that guy's name? That's the one where I'm thinking about the wife that hates her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that, that's what I was... Jeffrey Rush plays the millionaire. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Vincent Price had played that in the original. Okay. And they filmed that at a Frank Lloyd Wright house in Hollywood, the exteriors. But then that's completely insane. Yeah. Although that is the movie that I believe is the only uh, film appearance of Lisa Loeb. So I always remember it. Who's so. Le- who was Lisa Loeb? Singer, just singer from the '90s. I like her. No idea, but I believe you. Um, but anyway, I don't even know if we said. So it's 13 Ghosts from 2001. Um, when Cyrus, some last name, a very rich collector of uh, collector of unique things, dies, he leaves uh all of it to his nephew and family, all including his house, his fortune, his malicious collection of ghosts. It's a really corny movie and i fucking love it yeah um basically they're in this weird glass house with all these sliding doors and shit and there are 13 ghosts locked up and they kind of uh get let free and it's just chaos ensues um and i love it uh oh boy are we in for a treat how do you not know this song i'm listening Oh yeah, Lisa Loeb. Yeah, I'm not. It's the only song of hers I like. I just like Lisa Loeb. I, if you, <laughs> you could have put a gun to my head. I would have told you that was Jewel or Alanis Morissette. Or yeah, I know the songs. Whatever. I mean, you know, the songs. The songs okay, but wow. Um, but I just like Lisa Loeb. So I did not know that was her. Um, but yes, I agree with you about. 13 ghosts and the glasses which is awesome which is like i said see now that you know Mm -hmm. that that's where that comes from doesn't it make it better it does kind of that campy kind of thing i I just think that's a hilarious on imdb they said during the first one from scooby-doo in it i actually really like him because at one point he's like you have what did he say like i've been looking for a reason to like myself for a long time now (laughs) and uh he (laughs) brutal fate um so this dorky but it's it's really good it is um and it's 13 ghosts locked up or is it 12? Is these guys all 13? Are they all there? Or is the 13th? Oh, no. It's been a while since I've seen it. So we don't want to are spoil they missing it. one or something? They, I don't know. I, I love that. I think they movie. are. Um, and I found out that the scrawlings all over the glass is just the Lord's Prayer, apparently. Uh, I read oh, that yeah. today, uh, which is interesting. And so this film is included on uh, Roger Ebert's most hated list. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Roger didn't know everything. Yeah. So, so whatever. Uh, it's also available to rent on Amazon Prime. Roger, who wrote Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Did so, he really? Yes, he did. Uh, so. Okay. Uh, okay, so I wanted to talk about a couple things. So last time we recorded an episode, we had a uh, ghost hunt at the Mineral Springs. Yes. Later that night. Can I talk about the experience that I had yeah. that oh, night? Because yeah, sure. I think it's very interesting. So um, you took me through some of the places I hadn't been kind of early on, showing yeah, me like, hey. Before everybody got there, so yeah. that you'd know where stuff was if we needed, right. you know, because I was... Lisa was gone, and it was me just kind of winging it. Right, and so we got to this one hallway where um, there was a door with a number two on it. It looks like an apartment door, but it oh, was yeah. in a very yeah. weird spot. It was yeah, down it was there. weird. And so we go through there, and you're kind of showing me some place I'd never seen, and we're coming back, and uh, the door kind of like slams behind us, and you're like, well, I didn't really 
do that. I was like, well, let's let's get to the bottom of this. So yeah. we open it up, start playing with it. Realize if we put it at like a twenty degree angle, the wind or the yeah, suction it was air coming from somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. so later on during the tour, uh, we were in Pearl's room, and you said, "Hey, yeah. can you go prop that door open? You know, so people know where to go." It's like, sure thing. Why yeah. not? Be- well, because it looked like it was in an apartment. someone's apartment, yeah. and that they shouldn't go there. Right. And I wanted them to know it was okay to go down there. So I thought if we prop the door open, then they'll know. Yeah. But and it so, didn't want to cooperate. Well, so I go to the door and I open it up all the way because I know that it has the, the wind and the suction factor and all that stuff. So I push it all the way open and I hold it there against the wall for a second. And I mean, I'm looking down this just dark ass hallway as soon yeah. as I open that door and uh, I hold it there against the, the wall for a second, turn around and, you know, almost start whistling and just walking away. And then the fucking door just <laughs> slams slams in my face and i turned around for a split second i was like i'm gonna be brave i'm gonna open this door and i did the opposite and i walked really really fast (laughs) back to you guys and uh you got done with pearl's room and i was like hey can i talk to you about something (laughs) uh because i thought if something's going on like let's take people there right now you know right um and i wanted to go back and i was like let me open the door i want to do it exactly how i did it and all that so i opened the door and it's a little bit heavier than it was yeah we look behind it I had pushed it all the way against the wall, and then a big, heavy grate had... Well, it was the panel. It was a light panel behind the door, and it had the metal frame around the box. Yeah. And the the frame had fallen off. And it was heavy, too. It was So, of course, that's why it slammed the door shut. Hit the door and made a loud noise. Yeah, so I was was excited, though, because I was like, something happened to me, and it wasn't (laughs) terrible, you know? It wasn't like I got pushed down the stairs or something. It's just like something happened. Um, but, uh, it's, it's scared the shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie. I tried, tried to be brave and I was like, no, I'm, I'm scared of this. Um, so I just, I kind of wanted to bring that up. Not saying, you know, that there's nothing going on, but yeah, we, and we were there, um, well, Leah and Cassidy and I were there until everybody I had a really bad head. I know you did. I'm just kidding. And, but there were a lot, there were quite a few people or at least a group of people who were really sure they'd had some experiences yeah um that night it was an it was a good night for it it, it really was we had a, we had a good time um once the, you know the the tours and stuff had come through and we had taken everybody around to show them everything um it was kind of like i felt like an air traffic controller there for a while because people could i mean the place is so big yeah there's a lot people don't on. realize how big it is and when you have access to the whole place you know they couldn't remember how to go to get to certain places so i felt i've just Spent a lot of time directing people, but it was, um, they had a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do it again December 1st. Uh, it's going to yes. be our last ghost hunt of the season. So, and we've already got people signed up. So, it's right. already starting to get booked. So, so, all my friends that have reached out last minute for last time, yeah. use this now's your time. as your yeah, time to your get chance. tickets. The last thing I have is to end this. Uh, when I ask for ghost movies, um, yeah. people to tell me which yeah, they Yeah, yeah, like. I'd like to hear this. I got a couple funny uh, responses that I hadn't really thought of. Well, you um, know what we didn't think of is Ghostbusters, which well, some people a said comedy, that, but that's on there. And Lisa loves Ghostbusters, too. Lisa totally too, said that. So, yeah. Because you even mentioned... No, I couldn't do that. Uh, because I hate it. Because <laughs> I hate Ghostbusters, But too. I did get some... I love the original. I, guess, I even like the remake. Yeah, but yeah. not two? No, I don't like two. Ghostbusters 2 is my favorite. No one can hear you. Well, I did I get care. some. <laughs> I'm not going to use that. I, I don't even know I'm I did get some funny, um, huh? s- some oh. funny um, responses that I hadn't thought of, and people said, you know, Ghostbusters and Casper and all that shit. Yeah. But people also yeah, said, Leah, Casper meets Wendy. Yes, so. Casper meets Wendy. Some people did say uh, Field of Dreams, which I thought was great. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's you know pretty, that's how high, that's which funny. is another. Why? It's a comedy about yeah. rappers and they they die, they smoke their friends' ashes. It's really funny, oh, okay. but it's technically a ghost movie. My favorite suggestion, it, you you've seen how high. If you've seen all about the Benjamins, you've seen how high. Anyway, my favorite <laughs> suggestion, Star Wars. Uh, that's a ghost movie a force ghost movie oh come on i thought it was very clever i suppose the woman that mentioned uh dumplings too by the way noticed (laughs) noticed noticed that i mentioned her and she reached out again and i'm she took she took the joke and everything's (laughs) fine and she's like i understand why you don't want to watch it now so thanks for being a good sport Lisa, do you have you have something you want to? Do you want to talk about you want Ghostbusters to plug something? too? We'll let you. I would love like to, to talk, talk about Ghostbusters too. I'd like to have my whole like an episode <laughs> an, to talk about episode. everything I feel about Ghostbusters too. Why do you like it so much? Just Vigo, curiosity. That painting really scared me when I was little, okay. and it, it still t- scares yeah. me now. Do you, do you watch? Do you still watch it? Or if is it's it on, you haven't seen. Oh, okay. No, no. I just I, wondered if it was yeah, something. Yeah, I watch that, it anytime. Because I mean, it's there on. was a movie called. I think I told you about a movie I watched called Burt Offerings when I was a kid, mm. and it's about. It's terrible. It's Oliver Reed and Karen Black and Betty Davis, and I think Burgess Meredith is even in it. And they move into this old house. The Golden and Girls. When bad things happen to them, the house like starts coming back to life, and. Oliver Reed is having these dreams about when he was a boy and there was a chauffeur at his dad's funeral and he's wearing sunglasses and he has like this creepy smile. Listen, this dude, I don't know who this actor is, but he haunted my dreams for years (laughs) as a kid. I mean, years. I mean, like terrifying. And I mean, I just watched it on like network TV. I was probably like 12 or 13. Scared the crap out of me. But then I have since gone back and watched this movie, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is awful. Why did this scare me so much? So I thought maybe it was you loved it when you were a kid, but you I still loved liked it. it. Well, I love hated it when I was a kid, okay. and now I just love now it. Just ah, love it right. doesn't scare me as much anymore, but still, it, it's frightening. But you find that you, you're not bothered by the weak plot of the Ghostbusters compared to the original one. That's my problem with it. I love the original one. I, I just don't, I don't know what you are talking about. I don't think there's much of a story about. in the second one. So. Oh, well, see, when you give me my own episode, I'll start at the beginning, and I will lay it all out for you. <laughs> line by line. You will understand the plot all much right. better. All right. But Maybe I, do I just have... haven't seen it as many times. So, as Just the original. once should be okay. But anyway, <laughs> I was, was surprised enough. you guys didn't bring up Paranormal Activity. Yeah, and, and um, you know what? And I, I liked those. Yeah. Um, I thought the first one was good. But you know the one I really liked was the one that was the first one. And I don't remember what number it was. I'm sorry. And I'm not going to IMDB it. The right second now. one was my favorite. I liked the one where it was the 80s and they had the videotape from the camera. Right. And the girl's dad had put it on the, the rotating fan. Yeah. That's I my that's favorite episode. Second that's second one? I don't remember. It, I, I think don't, it's the second one. Because isn't the third I one. I thought it was further down. I thought it was like. I thought it was later. I thought it was later. If somebody knows, tweet well, at us or whatever. Let me know. Before, it's set further back in time. Yeah. Each one but, goes back further in yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. But he had the video camera on the fan and there's a scene with the babysitter in the house and then oh. the camera pans over and there's somebody standing there with a sheet over him camera comes back and then the babysitter turns around and the sheet drops to the yeah. floor i thought that was the coolest scene like but then ever. right after that the, uh, you've already been shook by that and then it comes back and all of the the kitchen oh, yeah, furniture yeah, yeah. is like in the, the air, air and then crashes that, down that's my favorite one. she has I no idea about the one. sheet right, only right, the viewer right. does and then I don't think uh, so. I think that's yeah, like, later. 
Yeah, it's not. Oh yeah, that is. I thought that was in the second one because then when it comes to the third one, we know that there's something strange about the with the the girls, the sisters. Mm -hmm. Someone watch all of them and then tell us which. I I, know. I once I did. I have watched all of them. Yeah, I I did watch all of them. Even the very last one, I thought was still pretty good. Yeah, and it was, and they kept updating the technology, and I thought that was pretty good. But I love. I liked those. I just I don't think I'd put them. I guess I wouldn't put them on my list. Well, maybe not on your list, but I think as far as ghost movies yeah, go like it style started a style yeah. that yeah. has been it's one of those Blair Witch now. found well, footage right. type it was things. a found footage thing that that has worn thin over time yeah. you know and it's sometimes some of those are hard to go back and rewatch like the Blair Witch the original is it's a little harder to watch than it was when it came out in 1999 I think because it's been done so many times yeah um, but, it's harder to watch the sequel yeah well that sequel's really bad did you see the the other sequel the one that came out just a year or two ago it just doesn't really go anywhere hmm. I mean it's not bad maybe not it's not terrible it just doesn't really go anywhere they oh, go no, back I did, to the house with the kids I did see looking it. for his sister Heather is his yes. sister and they're going I he did thinks see she's that still one. alive I kind of like the way it ended though and in, and in case someone does watch it I won't give it away but it was kind of clever. I have mm-hmm. to admit the ending was clever. I don't remember the ending. I remember watching it, though. You know what I love with the Paranormal Activity, too, is when the um, the cabinets all, like, burst oh, yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They yeah, did some really, cool, yeah. some really cool there's stuff. Some really cool stuff. And there's yeah. some, like, multiple endings for a couple of them, too. Like, alternate, oh, yeah, yeah, alternate that's endings. Right. That's right. Um, which are pretty yeah. brutal and interesting. Yeah. I always wanted to have a cat and name it Toby until I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we had a dog Never named Toby. I'll tell you the only found footage, and this is we're off track here, but the only found footage movies that I really can rewatch now. Have you have you watched Wreck? Yeah, Wreck yeah. Two? in the apartment building. That and... is scary. Yeah, the first two, they it, they go on and they're not as scary because they get a little over the top. The first two, and they did an American version of it and called it Quarantine. Yeah, and that, it with Dexter's yep, sister that. in it in yep. that one. But yep. the original Spanish ones are terrifying. They're yep. so claustrophobic. And they've got those cameras running, and part of the cameras are like SWAT guys. And there's something about in this apartment building, and there's been this report, and they go in, and it's some kind of, it's like a zombie outbreak, but it's not really a zombie movie, but it kind of is. Yeah. And that is terrifying. That is, and that when she's crawling through the vents, yeah, that's some scary stuff. She's a TV reporter who goes in. Man, it's scary. Uh, that's, mm. Those are scary movies, and I can still watch those found footage, but yeah. most of that stuff I can't watch anymore. Do you I like any of the uh, the VHS movies? Not really. I didn't yeah. care for those. I, I thought I would, hit or I miss. didn't like them. I mean, because, like you know, them. it's six or seven different stories, right. so like, I like some right. of them, don't and like yeah, others. And yeah, then it, two of them will be good out of the six, right. and that's the problem. It's kind of like that ABCs of Death. Did you try to watch that? Oh, no, horrific. I did not. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. 26 short films all in one, and... Out of the 26th, I think there were two of them that were worth watching. It was uh, terrible. It's a nightmare. So. Man, well, good to know. Um, let us know your favorite ghost movie, your favorite horror yeah, movie. I mean, next year's going to have to be horror films because we've already I, We've kind that, of already so. gone off, yeah. yeah so. um, but, you know, rules, everything's made up and doesn't matter, so yep, we just do whatever right. we want. That's um, right. So, yeah, let us know if there's something else we should check out or add to our list. Let us know if you disagree with our Mandy opinion, because I don't care. No, actually, we don't care. Yeah. Actually, if you disagree, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Email me We'd a bunch, like to I continue listen. to like you. So, if you liked it, then, you know. Um, yeah, Leah brought up American Horror Story. We've been watching that a lot. I have been um, watching it. So 
it finally got better. Yeah, it my, finally. I was wait. I was. It was taking the some first time, three episodes. I was like, yeah, but yeah, then stuff happened. As soon as the coven showed up, I was happy. I so. have not. You haven't started it yet, it, yeah. so I'd like to stop yeah. you all right Although now. Although this past like, week, there's a lot of very unhappy people about just this past season. episode. Yeah, with the Anton Lavey portrayal. Yes. Yeah, that was. Wait, that no, was a I, bad idea. I literally, when that happened, I said, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That was a bad idea. Yeah. They should not have used his name. Yeah. That was a bad idea. No, that just made it all worse but there, there were a couple of things a couple of funny lines or somebody said something about a carnival barker which yeah. is what he was originally that was pretty funny i think that was jessica lang's character which uh, was fun to have her back too because right she's so salty and you know? we and we all knew these are all in the preview so everybody yeah knows we knew she was stuff. coming that's not spoiling anything yeah. but we'll stop there because in case you. people haven't seen it, i know lisa hasn't right. seen it yet so all right well we will um we'll be back in two weeks with uh the third episode of uh, the Devil Came to St. Louis section, the, the Exorcist section of the podcast. Um, we have four episodes left of that to go. So we'll be back with number three uh, next week or two weeks. And uh, we'll be running that through the end of the year. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we'll be finished up with St. Louis and moving on to something else in February. Yep. All right. Cool. Right. Sounds good. American Hauntings Podcast is a way to combine historic record, folklore, science and observation, and imagination to uncover more about America's most haunted places, including St. Louis, Missouri. American Hauntings is a bi-weekly podcast. You can hear new episodes every other Tuesday, so please tune in to hear our latest episode and help us take a brand new look at history and hauntings. You can learn more about our podcast and find new episodes on iTunes by searching for American Hauntings or by going to AmericanHauntingsPodcast.com, where we also have links to some of Troy's books, as well as information about his upcoming ghost tours, events, and haunted happenings. As for your host, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CodyBeckSTL or at CodyBeck.com. Find Troy on Instagram at TroyTaylorGram, on Facebook at the Troy Taylor Author page, or at AmericanHauntings.net. This episode of the podcast was written by Troy Taylor and was produced and edited by me, Cody Beck.